Hello, and welcome to Brace and Ren 3 direct to video. Today we'll be discussing, uh, not Disney, right? Uh, we'll be talking, we're supposed to talk about Pocahontas too, but Ren and I had too, uh, too exciting of a week in other forms of media to, uh, to possibly ever even think about giving any breath to, po to Pocahontas too. Uh, so instead, we will be discussing today uh, the hit summer blockbuster, Nope, uh, the first week of season four of Love Island uh, on Peacock, as well as the first two episodes of Nathan Fielder's The Rehearsal. Uh, with me, as always, to break down all things, uh, what is, like, whatever this is, a grab bag, <laughs> right? What is, what's it called? Um, potpourri. Potpourri. This is the potpourri. Of Bryce and Ren. Uh, as one <laughs> Renan Fontes. Ren, how are we doing? Bryce, I'm doing great. I'm so happy we are not talking about Pocahontas 2 today. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I watched it for about 10 minutes, and you want to, You know what I said? What? Nope. Oh, uh, before we get into <laughs> Jordan Peele's new feature film, Nope, uh, did Pocahontas 2 open with one of those uh, warning racists? <laughs> um... I didn't see one. There should have been one. I didn't see one. I watched it. What did I watch it? I did watch it on my computer, so it should have popped oh, up. Okay. But maybe it's in the details. Sometimes in the details section, it reads that. Um, it also may have flashed, and I just didn't notice. But uh, it definitely, in what I saw, definitely should be there. So, but we'll talk about that next week. Maybe. Maybe. Do you think we'll get there? We'll see. Uh, we'll see what Jesse and Timmy do on Love Island. It really depends on them. Red, like, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start tonight? I feel like, I feel like the headline is probably Love Island. Um, <laughs> I feel as though Nope is like the second, the second big hit, and then the rehearsal. I don't have like I personally don't have a ton to say about the rehearsal, other than just like, you know, certain things that I've enjoyed about it. Yeah, same. But um. Let's start there then. You know, let's let's get that out of the way and before we get to the meat. All okay. Right, so let's start with the rehearsal then. Yeah, Nathan Fielder's the rehearsal. Um I I'm loving it. Yeah. I it's like uh, it's everything it's basically my favorite kind of episodes from Nathan for you as a show. Yes. Like the really high concept ones where he gets super involved into like mm -hmm. one person's life. Yeah. And just pulls off elaborate, ridiculous stunts. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, and everyone like others are pointing this out already, but like on the HBO budget, like it's Nathan Fielder's dreams, just they have no bound. The it's stuff insane. that he's pulled off so far has been phenomenal. The people that he has found to be on the show and participate in said rehearsal have been absolute loony bins. But they've been so compelling at the same time. It's, uh, I love the first week. Mm -hmm. The, the, uh, trivia, the TV trivia guy who didn't know who Nathan was. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, and that's, this whole thing is supposed to be TV trivia. But, you know, as he, he says, you know, there's a lot of TV. So, yeah, I loved that. Um, the recreation of, like, the alligator lounge was insane. Um, you know, I gotta say, like, I think that the internet is killing, because I, I think by far the best sequence upon, like, a fresh viewing of the episode is when Nathan and, what is it, uh, I think it's Kor, right? Kor? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, when they're going around the city and uh, all the answers are like Slumdog millionaireing their way into to the trivia or Slumdog millionaireing their way into different things around the city. Um, but Reddit, like, I feel like the internet and Reddit specifically is really like pushing those things into the ground. What do you mean? Like, I am so sick of um it's days like today that i cursed the chinese for inventing gunpowder <laughs> so funny in the original context and i think still really funny but every single of the rehearsal post or any conversation about it has a low effort comment that is just that and i haven't been really able to find much uh, discussion on either episode really reddit reddit is alive and well uh, I've been I've been really struggling to find posts. Yeah, on the the Nathan for you subreddit, and uh, I mean our slash television had a discussion thread on the first episode, mm-hmm. um, and there's been multiple posts that have gone up about it as well. So, um, and then the second week was like, um, it almost felt like a preview for next week's episode. I. I'm feeling like this is either going to be like a two or three parter or the rest of the season. Yeah. And I hope that it's, I hope it's just a two parter um, because I don't know. Well, so, cause someone else was like, and I agree. I think that this is, this concept is building up to something like there's a long con involved here. Yeah. And I agree with that. But what I don't necessarily agree with is um, someone had made the call of like, Oh, like, I bet you that Angela's going to walk out and then Nathan's going to be left alone having to raise this baby and child. And so then he's going to get a wife and then he's going to be the one rehearsing. Um, and it's like, okay, that's a little bit too, like too cute. How many episodes is it? Do we know? Uh, it's not a lot. It might be like six. Damn. Yeah, it's not a lot. And when I first saw the number last week, I was like, you know, it's. I wish that it was more, but it's nice because this is going to be forty-three minutes, and then this week's was only twenty-eight. Um, yeah, this one this week was short. I, I thought they yeah. were all going to be around closer to an hour. Yeah, and it's like in the first like five minutes, they like really they give you a lot of exposition to like almost catch you up to speed on like this whole setup and everything. And I wish that there was more of like. How did we find Angela? Like, what were their first interactions like? Like, how did they settle on, like, this being what the rehearsal was going to be with her? But maybe this is uh, just set up in the third episode will be a bit longer. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that next week we get a nice fleshed out episode. Um, And like, also that guy this week. Um, Robin. Robin. Oh, Ren. Oh, Ren. Big, uh, like... a certain somebody we know energy. A, a lizard king. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. A thousand percent, yes. Um, yeah, do you want to, st- what, what was he saying? Do you want to step up? Or step on me? Uh, don't step to me? Don't well... step to me, that's what it was. Don't step to me. Oh my gosh, he uh, got into a... Uh... Well, he uh, was just trash. trying to tell he was just trying to tell his truth and his roommate's demon didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I definitely liked the first episode a lot more. Um Yeah, I agree. The first episode had a like uh, uh the <laughs> when it starts playing the Willy Wonka song near the yeah. end. <laughs> while <laughs> 
fake core is ripping into Nathan. <laughs> There's like I went through a whiplash of emotions in those 48 minutes, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I just watched the best 48 minutes of television that I've seen since Succession ended. Um, and it was a real bore on the floor of an episode. It was, it was, and I was like, this is going to be something special. And this week's episode was still really good, but I'm a little bit uh, more reserved on the concept now. And that's why I'm I'm hoping that there's a much bigger payoff. But I felt like I wasn't laughing. Like it was almost more like sad this past week. Yeah, I I agree. I I but I also felt like the uh, first episode, like while the first episode was hilarious, mm-hmm. like way funnier than this one. Yeah. I feel like it was it was still pretty sad. Yeah, it kind of maintains that uh that same melancholy kind of somber feel that Finding Francis has. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, I'm excited to hopefully get Nathan up to uh, him interacting with a 17 year old or 18 year old. Um, I think that that whole I think the whole concept of this rehearsal is also brilliant of the aging a child up over the course of two weeks. Um, So, yeah. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where, see where it goes. But I, um, I have not stopped talking about it to people. So it's so good. It it's it's just... it's already just <laughs> so compelling. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, and so because supposedly he was sitting on at least the first episode he's been sitting on since before COVID. Really? And yes. Yeah. I I saw that today. I was like, I can't imagine that he just like like sitting on all of that content and that reel and waiting and knowing like, you know, this project is coming out as we sat with no Nathan for like five or six years. So those were, those were hard years. Maybe we're going to see a turnaround. Yeah. Did you ever, did you watch uh, his, his uh, produced show that he does uh, how to with John Wilson? No, I haven't seen it. No, that one's uh, you should check that out. It's also on HBO. It's, um, similar to his style of humor and it feels like so john wilson and nathan fielder like feel like they're cut from the same cloth mm-hmm. so and yeah nathan fielder produces it um so it's good you should check that one out too um <laughs> oh man uh nope what jordan, about it jordan peele's nope that's right. Jordan Peele, filmmaker, director, mm-hmm. writer, comedian. I thought I was going in to watch a movie about aliens and abductions. And I got the abductions and I got Alien. And I love that it was a monster movie. Me too. Mm-hmm. I uh, yeah. It felt like the alien movie equivalent of Jaws at times. It yeah. Like, tension and, you know, mm-hmm. hid the monster and built up. Mm-hmm. So when something was gonna happen, it was Jaws on land, and it's like, and it's so. So I saw it by myself, um, because uh, Jenna, she's like iffy on on this kind of on uh, this genre. She's um, scared. Not necessarily scared, but like a little bit fearful. No, I don't know. I don't think so. No, it was like later at night too, and I was like, I'm gonna go see Nope. Um. And so I haven't been able to talk with it 
talk about it with anyone. And oh my god, it was I. Um, yeah, it was I exhilarating. It. it was exhilarating. Yeah, it's sitting better with me on reflection too. Yeah, like even better. Like I loved it leaving the theater. Like thinking about it, I'm liking it even more. Well, I also I find that I it just like I mean it's only been like four or five days, but like I've thought about it a lot, um, a lot more than I liked us. A lot more than us. Not probably not as much as Get Out. Get Out. I'm still yeah. thinking about that's so, there's still a part of my brain that is just reserved permanently for get out thoughts at all time. Um, but no, it was like, uh, it was, so what I loved, mm-hmm. the stuff that I really loved here was seeing, um, you know, you get the opening sequence with the, okay, this monkey is wreaking havoc on this set. And then you get, you know, brought to what's currently going on in modern day, you're getting all these kind of like looser threads and trying to figure out how is this all going to fit together. And like, again, like my mind was totally into, okay. And then there's this alien abduction. Yeah. That's going to be happening. There's aliens that are here. There's a UFO, like what's going on here. Um, And then I was, you know, you get the horrifying, like scary, probably the most uncomfortable that I've ever been in a movie theater, the scene of them all crawling through the alien's innards. Oh, yeah. Um, was... it, it doesn't last too long. Oh, it felt like an hour to me. <laughs> like, I felt like I was like, I need this to end because it is so uncomfortable and so painful to watch. It's gruesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so, like, to get that reveal of, like, of oh my god it isn't aliens it is a being it is a creature and then that's like when everything like clicks of like oh, okay so that's how this all ties into you know the monkey the the gordy uh, of it all the, the gordy of it all exactly oh my god i love how you know I'll, it's not a scary movie in the sense that you'll like jump out of your seat or you'll get jump scared or mm-hmm. you know you'll get like you'll you'll want to like cover your eyes in terror yeah it's more like freaky and unnerving mm-hmm. like the way that you can hear the screaming yeah while they're in the ship and being you know presumably eaten and digested mm. and the i think it's right after the uh right after the jupiter's crowd gets eaten and like yep. it cuts from daytime to night and you can still hear them screaming. Yes. Yep. Yeah. They were in there probably for like four or five hours before just all of a sudden like like, like it's, it, it's the fear of the unknown of like mm-hmm. not seeing it and but hearing it and being able to imagine that I think gives it weight. Mm-hmm. And what we do see, like the brief glimpse we see of it is just so horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Very claustrophobic. That's like, that's going to be the scene where, um, I think like, I think of hereditary and I think of a few scenes in that movie that really, really stick with me as like genuinely scary. Midsommar has a couple in there, but like the, and like you said, it was only a little bit of amount of time ran, but like, like I said, it felt like an hour and it's, that's sticking with me for a long time. Uh, is that uncomfortable shot. So, 
Um, and I didn't even mind like the going back to Gordy. I didn't even mind all of that nonsense as much. Uh, I thought it was like obviously brutally scary and horrifying, but um, you know, not <laughs> in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. The Gordy stuff, it feels so visceral. Mm-hmm. Like, we also don't see much of it. But yeah. just, like, seeing him pound on the girl, and so mm-hmm. you you can hear him chewing her face. Yeah. And then, like, him trying to nudge her while she's unconscious. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's, it's brutal. It's so good, though. Who thought giving Gordy a bunch of balloons would be a good idea? I love how the balloons popping... Is what like triggers Gordy, and it's also what kills Jean Jacket at the end. Yeah, nice, mm-hmm. little, nice little symmetry there. It is Jordan Peele, the George Lucas uh, school of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, everyone's talking about the shoe. It's the, the hot shoe. topic, the shoe, the shoe of it all. I don't know. I don't. Re- I really don't know what to make of the shoe. Uh, to be completely honest with you, I haven't given the shoe much thought. Yeah. Yeah, um, okay, I just take it as like, uh, you know, it's symbolism. What for Jordan Peele? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Either. I'm not sure. You're sure, but I'll, I'll think. You know, it's something to think about as I rewatch the film. Yeah, is it like I've thought about it a little bit as um, it's like sometimes we focus on like strange things in moments of like when we should be looking at other things that are more like in our face because that mm-hmm. was what he was focusing on he was focusing on the shoe that was standing up rather than the monkey that was senselessly eating a girl's face or whatever um so that's a good point that that fits with his arc too yeah i think about it that way um others have like i saw someone say that they thought that that was an example of just like a bad miracle i don't yeah i saw that i saw that interpretation as well yeah um and to be honest, there's so much, there's so many other things to think about here. Yeah, I don't are. like. I don't think that I, I have not lost any sleep over. But what does the shoe mean? Like, what was the purpose of it? Because it was not. It's not like it was the final shot of the film or anything like that. No, it's like, uh, it's like it's briefly <laughs> yeah. in the movie, and like mm-hmm. the movie is surrounded by so much other amazing stuff that mm-hmm. the shoe to me is just like it's just like a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, you know? I, have a, I have a question. How much money would you uh, pay to sleep in the Gordy memorabilia room? To sleep in the Gordy memorabilia room yeah. where there's no bed or water or bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and and once I leave, it closes it behind me so I can't get back in. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to sleep in the Gordy memorabilia room. Yeah, you're good. You're good. What is it? It's like ten thousand. It's like fifty thousand. Uh, fifty thousand. The couple paid. To yeah, stay there I think one they night? paid fifty thousand. Wow. Well, wow. didn't ask any I, questions. I really liked the characters in this movie. Mm-hmm. Emerald I, and OJ. Uh, yeah, OJ M. I thought they were a bunch of fun. I thought they were Angel. like. Angel, I was ready to be annoyed by Angel based off the trailers. Yeah. But by the end of the movie, I was actually very happy he lived. Yeah. Well, I... He he saves himself in a smart way, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really confused about that. I I thought, I was like, is he trying to get out of this wire right now? Like, he's just, it seems like he's just putting himself in even more danger by uh, by getting so caught up in it. And then, yeah, and then it made sense. And I was like, okay, he's okay. Um... Yeah, he's good. OJ makes it through. OJ does make it through. Yeah. He's got a fun, like, a uh, silent cowboy thing going on. Mm-hmm. 
He's like in the wrong. It like it feels like he's in the wrong movie sometimes, but it works perfectly. It does, yeah. Well, especially compared to Emerald's, like, you know, Emerald very is... over the top, more like typical Jordan Peele character. Yes, yeah, more of like the glitz and the glam of it all. Yeah, uh, and then he's more of like the old Hollywood style of like silent type, strong yes. and stoic. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought they were they were good. Um... I like the little comedic moments where OJ is like sitting in his truck and Jean Jacket's on like over the top of it and he's you know he utters nope. Yep. Brilliant. It was funny. Worked. Um every yeah. time the power went out mm-hmm. when Jean Jacket was around I got so tense. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like it's so great cuz it's unnerving the way that like the lights slowly dim and the music slowly distorts itself Mm -hmm. it just it feels so unnatural in a way that you know is too unnatural yeah yeah i liked um i haven't uh i had this kind of thought or take here at the end and i don't know if it was supposed to be a, a take or a thought so we get um the whole sequence of emerald we believe emerald is maybe uh, that Emerald lived and OJ just died. Emerald is making sure that she gets a shot of Jean Jacket before Jean Jacket is about to explode. Yeah. Um, Emerald's trying for that shot, gets it, and it, you know has the shot, gets the photo, and is like, "Fantastic, I did it!" And then Jean Jacket explodes in the sky, and then the media rushes in from behind her. Um, because they'd been outside reporting on initially the missing people of, um, Jupiter's landing. Yeah. And so then they come rushing in and I kind of had the interpretation or the, the concept there of like, um, first of all, that they had probably also captured shots of it, uh, and that their shots were maybe better. Um, so, like, I had the sense, like, I don't know, I got that sense of, like, the struggle that she just went through there to get that, like, what she'd been working for the whole movie. Like, that shot, that one shot, she finally gets it. And then, like, a ton of other people have it as well. That's... I think, I, I also I also noticed that. Yeah. I feel like, in a way, it kind of links back to, you know, the great 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 grandfather the jockey. that's yeah. that's what i was thinking yeah, yeah. and it's like he the unnamed unknown yep jockey who started it all who like did it first mm-hmm. but you know is completely uncredited and she technically does it first mm-hmm. then the media shows up and we see from her reaction that you know they're probably going to take the credit for it yeah even though she did mm-hmm. it first so maybe so was that because i haven't seen any mention of like that detail and I don't know if it's because that, like, we're just correct and that was a more obvious detail. <laughs> um, or if it's, like, or if it just, I don't know, hasn't been thought about as much. But that's, like, I thought that was really clever because I felt like it did, this, to what you just brought up, I thought it tied directly back to kind of where the movie started with the, um, with that photo of the jockey. The, it the is definitely picture. that because, like, yeah. right after we see OJ unlucky and it's pretty much like Mm -hmm. visually it's the imagery of his great-great-grandfather yeah 
acting. Uh, it was great. It was I I liked it better than us. Obviously, not as much as Get Out. Yes, um, I I thought it was way better than us. I didn't think Us was bad by any means. No, but like no. I I thought like yeah, I thought it was missing something. No, I but feel like Nope just feels like it's just firing on all cylinders. Yeah, and I um I think the fact that everyone watched trailer two and they were like this trailer gave too much away we saw yeah too the much. trailers gave nothing away honestly yeah i would like i would say the they probably should have held back on the house getting covered in blood yeah i would i wouldn't have shown that yeah that that i think would have been a, a better sequence in the film you know they got to show something in the trailer though but otherwise like i felt like uh they didn't even like, show Jean Jacket's like real form. No, no, exactly. I felt like they did a solid job of um, completely diverting my my expectations as a movie goer going in. Um, and I want to be able, like I want to tell people that listen, like it's not like the movie is not what you think it is. Um, but I don't. I feel like even saying that is like. It's along the same lines of saying, like, there's a twist. So. Like, it's, it's honestly, the only sell you really need for it is that it is the perfect summer blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah, that's really it. Like, it's got thrills, it's got laugh, it's got mm. heart. Yeah. You know, it, it's just an all-around great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring the whole family. It's thought-provoking, it's fun, has good themes. Mm. I thought it was really interesting how, uh, it kind of ham handled animals as well. Yeah. How, especially how, uh, what's the name of Steven Yoon's character? Ooh, that's the character he plays. Oh, it's Ricky. Ricky? It Ricky. It's Ricky. It is Ricky. Yeah. Or it's, yeah. I was thinking Jackie. So yeah. yeah probably so Ricky. Oh, I, I thought it was so interesting how like OJ and Ricky both had these connections to animals in their youth and they were both kind of shaped by it mm -hmm. but like ricky it was an, an intensely negative way because obviously what happened with yeah. him and gordy mm -hmm. but with oj it's a very positive and nourishing way that helps him like truly understand animals which is important later because ricky is killed because he doesn't understand jean jacket yeah and oj manages to save his life because you know he remembers lessons that he's been taught about animals his whole life mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I loved it. I I thought that was that was really um nice how they used the different animals and in like in different ways too and tied that into the exploitation theme and like, you know, you got to respect the nature in a way. It, it reminded me um I'm seeing and hearing a lot of that jaws comparison because the thrill yeah. aspect. I definitely got a little bit of like the morals of Jurassic Park as well mm -hmm. of that like you know, life's gonna find a way, and also, like, if you don't respect life, uh, you're gonna get got. Yeah. So. You're gonna get noped. <laughs> get noped. Yeah. Exactly. Do you think nope too? They should call it nopes. Nopes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would be, yeah, I, I don't need, um, if there's a sequel to nope, I'd watch it. Do you think? What about uh, Clover Nope uh, in the Cloverfield universe? Do you think Nope so, belongs like, in the Cloverfield universe? Is the Cloverfield monster gonna fight the Nope alien? Well, so Jean no. Jacket? Like, what no. Are we gonna do here? 
more so just that the the whole Cloverfield kind of experiment was just a, a multiple movies uh, about different monsters. And so I felt that this would fit in in that world. Nope is actually part of the multiverse saga. Good. Yes, yeah, so there will there will be a the a culmination of Nope and Doctor Strange then running out of time. We've got 10 minutes left, Ren. 10 minutes left. Yeah. OJ will return in uh what is it? What's next? She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Yeah. She's going to rep him in the animal stunt cave. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um how is your theater? I feel like the theater plays a really big role my in theater, movies like this. My theater was great. Everyone was quiet. Fantastic. Like, they laughed like when they, when it was time to laugh, but otherwise yeah. They kept their mouths shut. Mm, that's good. I love a good silent theater. Yeah. How was yeah. your... Well, so I saw it at 9.30 on Thursday night. Yep. So technically like the night that it came out. Uh, it was when I bought the ticket, it was just me. Yep. In the theater. Uh, I was the only one. I had bought the ticket around like 8, 8 o'clock. Uh-huh. Um, and then it slowly filled up. Uh, and when I say that, I mean like we had uh, another uh, two sets of people by themselves. Uh, so not sets, but like two other people by themselves were in there. They sat both sat in opposite corners of the theater. Uh, and then I had, of course, being the only one in there at first, had purchased the direct middle seat. Uh, and then an older couple, not older, like maybe like 60, yeah. 70s, maybe they That's came. Uh, they were right next to me. They sat right next to they you? Sat, they sat. They had purchased the tickets right next to me. And... Uh, for most of the movie, um, luckily the movie was loud enough, but there were a lot of moments in the movie where um, when things were quieter, I could hear them talking about the movie because I think that the guy didn't understand what was happening at all. And the the girl did not either. So they were like trying to, they were like uh, detectives trying to piece together what was happening. Oh, Bryce, I would have been shushing them so hard yeah. and so often. Yeah. Uh, I gave them a couple of looks, but... Oh, that, that's not enough movie... for people like them, I know, Bryce. I know, but the movie was loud enough that they, you know, they didn't really get in my way. Um, and since it was a small crowd, I uh, I felt like I was the one leading the laughter. <laughs> if that so makes if sense. If you shushed, then people would start shushing with you. Yes. Um, yeah. So I, cause I think there were moments where, um, something funny would happen and I would lead with like, I, I would, I would laugh. So people in the audience knew that it was okay to laugh. Yeah. It was, it was Bryce laughed. So it's time to laugh. Yeah. Cause I felt like otherwise they were, they were like, okay, I'll keep to myself here, but no, no, there were some good bits in there that deserved laughter. So. Bryce, I would have told that old couple to shut yeah. the fuck up. I would have... Oh, I I hate people who talk in movie theaters. Uh-huh. I will shush. I will escalate. One time, mm -hmm. uh, Nicole and I were at the Boston Opera House. A guy oh. next got his cell phone. But that's I different. Put, I told him to put his phone away. Mm -hmm. He said his son was sick. I said, wait till intermission. Yeah. Yeah, Ren. I feel like that's different. Oh, it's I the think, same thing. It's, it's, it's ooh, the same I disagree. Thing. I, I no, think... No, no, you shouldn't be talking. Your mouth 
shouldn't open well, at all in the movie theater. I I agree in both settings that you shouldn't be talking, you shouldn't be on your phone. I am more likely to say something, and I have said something, at a theater in which I have paid a decent chunk of change to be there um, versus a movie, which, you know, I still have paid a chunk of change, but it wasn't a decent chunk of change. It's the principle. Yes. You yes. have to stand up for what's right, Bryce. I that's, just... what, that's what uh, our heroes in the MCU would do. Like, uh, who did I say She-Hulk was going to represent? Uh, OJ? OJ, yeah, like OJ. That's what yeah. OJ would do. Yeah. OJ is the kind of guy who shushes people <laughs> in the movie theater. Do you want to know what, uh, I, I have a, uh, I made a single comment on the Reddit thread. Yeah. Reddit sits at, speaking of which, you know, big Reddit name here. Ren, top of top right. of our session Nintendo front page of our Nintendo three days ago. Yeah, it's pretty big. How, how how many did it get to? Do you know? Uh, seventeen ninety one. Nice, nice. Not my highest on our Nintendo, but pretty good for uh, what was that? That was Thursday. That was Friday. Well, I think yeah, Thursday. I, I think what was impressive about that was that you you uh, what's it called? You uh, the boys on Love Island would know. You shot your shot. That's not what they say. I shot my shot, or as uh, Jesse would say, I'm so glad to share a bed with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're great. You're great. This is really good. I've love, you know, I love getting to know you. I feel yeah. like we we really we're getting along really well. I'm I'm glad to share a bed with you. Uh, you and I, we're good. This is good. Yeah. That's a great Jesse impression. <laughs> Those are his mannerisms exactly. <laughs> oh should we, uh, should this be our beat to leave and then come back for Love Island? Well, I was going to give you real quick my, my last uh, nope take. Yes, yes, give me your last nope La take. So the Let's sequence, the ending sequence where they are in bright colors, um, as because, you know, the whole horse thing. Then the bright colors. Oh, by the way, R.I.P. TMZ. Um, he had it coming, but, though. Yeah, yeah. I thought his helmet was going to be significant, by the way. Well, uh, O.J. sees Jean Jacket through the helmet. That's when he knows to leave. Oh, okay. So yeah. I guess that that's, yeah. I was thinking that Jean Jacket, because we saw the horse get, sh like, shook by the, the whole reflection thing. I was thinking that Jean Jacket was going to see itself get scared and then eat itself and then eat itself. <laughs> yeah. just like the horse did the horse got scared and ate itself. i i was actually really wondering mm -hmm. how they were gonna kill it and even if they were gonna kill it by the end yeah it's like a... when, when the hero music plays yeah and like that sequence where oj's luring jean jacket which mm -hmm. i think was probably my favorite part of the film altogether yeah, yeah. like it really got it really gets the blood pumping mm -hmm. but like it's such clearly not the climax Mm. And they're not trying to like beat it there. Yeah. So I was like wondering, like, how's this gonna wrap up? Is it just gonna like live and be around and they this is just like our new reality? It's the new yeah, the new Earth pet. Because yeah. in us, like the us's they take over. They win. Yeah. Yeah, they win. So I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past Jordan. Put it, I wouldn't put it past Jordan Peele. Yeah. But I do like a more uh happy, uplifting ending where like you know, Angel lives, the siblings mm -hmm. both, like, survive and reunite stronger than ever, and, you know, they kill Jean Jacket. Yeah, yeah, I had, so, uh, it's so funny, I don't think I was even thinking 
about because I was so caught up in the shot of it all is are they going to get the shot? Yeah. Um that I wasn't even thinking about okay, how is this going to resolve in terms of like, there being a giant alien living above them? For me the whole time I was thinking, all right, the shot, but then what next? <laughs> like what's well, going to come after? Yeah, and it was like are they going to pull off the little shop of horrors movie uh ending or the little shop of horrors uh stage musical? ending uh which are very different i was thinking that i assumed that the alien would just win that the alien you know the whole concept is earth can't stop themselves but from looking so we have less yeah. than a minute yeah i know is there another do you think there's another um what's it called is there another jean jacket oh yeah jean jacket has a brother yeah or was this maybe the baby this is uh he's denim pants's son yeah <laughs> There's Mama Denim. So, Ren, speaking of denim jackets, uh, Love Island. That's right. Uh, Jesse won't take his denim jacket off. No, he just won't stop. So, you, I, am I correct in saying you obviously have a favorite uh, here? I wouldn't exactly call Jesse a favorite. Okay. You know, I'm just, I'm just paying close attention to his career at the moment. <laughs> I think there's potential in his story. <laughs> Yes. When you say career, I'm assuming you mean his uh, employability after he's done on the show. Well, I'm assu- you know in Napoleon Dynamite, where the scene where he's uh, drinking the different milks yes. to find the defects? Yeah. That's what I'm assuming Jesse is trying to be like the big wig of. Yeah. Yeah. After, you know, because he'll come back, I'm assuming he will no longer have the package delivering. So he's going to go sample some milks. Are you? De- so that hasn't been brought up at all on the show, Ren. No, this hasn't been brought up. So all the uh, cast members for this season of Love Island, they got to write their own bios. Yeah. For like, uh, whatever the marketing. And mm. in Jesse's, he mentions that he drinks like three to four gallons of milk every day. Mm. So I'm so I'm looking at it. It does say a week, Ren. Oh, this is a week? Which is still absurd. Well, three to four, I think you'd be dead if you did three That's to what four I was, I was just about to look that up. Because I was thinking, shouldn't shouldn't Jesse be dead by now? Yeah, yeah, a week. But like that's part of the fun. Like, wouldn't it be fun to see someone die of milk poisoning, like gradually over mm-hmm. the course of a reality series? Yeah, like every week, Jesse looks a little bit weaker and like frailer. Because <laughs> he's like, drinking his, more milk. Uh, he, <laughs> his speech is getting yeah. slower. Yeah, were you shocked this week when Jesse was asked about his physique and he said? That he doesn't work out and he eats fast food. You know, maybe he drinks all that milk. He does. The, the milk That's... is healthy. It's good for your bones. Mm-hmm. So like anything bad he eats. Yeah. As long as he washes it down with a tall glass of milk. Yeah. It yeah, keeps him healthy he and from... fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my gosh. So, Rent, you, you were going to lead with a question. I want to get to that question and then I want to talk more about what we've seen so far yeah yeah okay what was your question so uh who do you think is going to be executed this week yes i don't feel good about serenity you i'm also not feeling good about serenity i feel like you know there's no real interest in her from the guy's side no i think i think that serenity her last chance was going to be with tyler and their conversation was really awkward uh they called each other bro and like it was it was not a love connection and i think tyler's gonna choose probably another girl uh that isn't serenity 
So, I really like these awkward first few days. Mm. It's <laughs> so weird. They have no clue how to talk to each other. Yep. The uh, mm-hmm. the weird double date they went on with the new girls. <laughs> uh, it was, was a Valerie and Maddie went on the date with Philippe and um, Jesse. Felipe. Felipe yeah. and Jesse. Oh, so intensely awkward. <laughs> yeah. So what what do you do? Uh, I run the media. I'm a media manager for my parents' company. Okay. What does that mean? She's like, well, I do like the website and the social media. And then Ren, the the editors thought that's so interesting. We should have her say it a second time in which she winds up in a conversation. It must've been with Andy where yet again, Andy's like, what do you do? And she's like, I'm a social media manager. Oh, okay. What does that mean? And it's the same thing. I, I, I wanna, I wanna circle to Andy for a second. Okay. He's got great island jester material. Island jester. You know what I mean? Like a like a the proper fool. He's the goof of the season? I, I think he'll like uh I don't know, I feel like he has a very clownish energy. No. You know, no one really takes him seriously. No, I don't think so. Have you <laughs> are you speaking of like you're talking Andy right now? We're talking Andy. The only energy Andy gives off is mama's boy mama's boy well he loves his mom and andy's a real mama's boy and i didn't realize that (laughs) i don't like her either i forgot her name courtney yeah oh my god i so my faves ren i think courtney is amazing tv i think (laughs) that uh who's the other uh jesse obviously um timmy swerve timmy (laughs) is incredible i think just the fact his name is timmy is so good yes and deb is the other one that i love those are the four that i could just watch them all day every day and have a blast yeah um so but so andy let's still talk andy so you think andy gives off mad clown energy yeah i think he's a you know proper buffoon yeah i Um, feel like if any of these guys would be like uh you know, they their shoelaces are untied. He trips, mm-hmm. slips on a banana peel. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, so he like sticks his finger into a socket. You can see his whole skeleton <laughs> as he zapped. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so I loved that he was the first guy out and had the he could choose between any of the girls, and went for Courtney of all of them. Yep. Um. And they did not have any chemistry at all. And Courtney was so obviously upset. That... I l- it set the tone for the season perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted nothing at all to do with him. And was like, why? Why am I paired with him? I need well, to immediately get over to someone else. All the guys are so awkward and weird. The So the one guy who's like, I haven't dated a girl in three years, so I don't know how to treat them. Um... Who is Isaiah? Oh, that sounds right. He's the the little man child. Yeah. He was like really rude to Sydney. Um and which by the way, the show has dragged out that there that there's tension there. They've been apologizing to each other about that one argument for what feels like a month. <laughs> yeah. It's how they feel, Bryce. It's reality. Mm. 
Well, they need to move on. They're learning how to talk to each other. Yeah. Once, uh, once they all get a bit more comfortable showering together, it'll be, it'll all be good. <laughs> is that, is that where this is going? This is the first season of Love Island that I've watched, Ren. So is that, that's where this ends up? So, <laughs> they don't all shower together. But, like, uh, later on into the season, they do, like, uh, is it called Casa Amor? Yeah, oh, yeah! Yeah, they do Casa Amor, uh-huh. where they split up the couples. What? And, like, basically... Like, bring them to a separate yeah they bring them to like a separate location where like anything goes <laughs> and like from there the ones who go you know they're tempted and they basically just have to either resist cheating or cheat on their partner while their partners stay back basically needing to trust that nothing's gonna happen and that's where like the dynamics truly change oh my gosh and like everything falls apart because this is this is really all just like build up to that i'm in for such a treat oh my gosh i'm so excited yeah that like these characters they won't be able to handle that jesse what is jesse gonna do i i honestly think jesse's gonna be the first guy out you think he's gonna be the first guy out because you think that the girls the girls already all realize that he's just using the same lines on them well okay but i don't know if you've noticed but he feels like him and deb have a special connection he feels like he has a special connection. He's actually mentioned that a couple times about Deb. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a, to your point, he says the same thing about uh, is it Vanessa, Valerie, whoever it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, I feel like we have a really special connection. It's in the same line when he says he loves sharing a bed with you. Um, <laughs> he does the, like, we have a really, you know, we're hitting it off. Yeah. We have a really nice, nice thing going with us. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so that's he like drives me insane in his talking patterns because the conversations the girls are like, you know, I just wanted to make sure that like you feel like we're having like a really good chemistry, like we're enjoying being with each other. And he's like, yeah, yeah, chemistry, yeah, yeah, being together, enjoying, yeah. And he, so he, he he's says like, a lot without saying anything. He's just reciting back like uh, word vomit from whatever words were just given to him. He just like chooses a couple from the the cloud that was he was just given, and then he just puts them back out. And Deb is like, "Wow, this is really special." I I gotta say, Ren, I'm rooting for them. You're rooting for them. I'm rooting for Deb and Jesse. Yes. You think I, if anyone can make it to the end, it's them. Yes, I think it's them. Um, there's the whole weirdness with, uh, with t- Timmy's, uh, Timmy's, not smooth, it's Timmy, uh, swerves. Timmy, Timmy swerves? Timmy swerves and Zeta. Um. Oh, right, Zeta. Zeta is English. She has an English accent. She lives in, in the U.S., but she is so into Timmy that it makes no sense. In fact, something that Zeta said about Timmy Swerves, uh, the same man who, uh, like, he just speaks nonsense. She said that he's very good with his words. <laughs> Excuse me? She's caught up in Timmy fever. <laughs> I mean, maybe I am too. Like side, maybe there's a side of him we're going to see tonight for the first time. Yeah, like, I am I am also caught up in Timmy Swerve's fever, but I'm not going to sit here and say a boy's good with his words, because he's not. He's not good with his words. So, uh, 
Yeah, I don't. That coupling is really strange to me. Um, what I want to hey. see, yeah, is some real tension between like two of the guys. Yeah, like maybe Timmy and Tyler don't get along, mm-hmm. well, and so- Jesse notices it. So he like starts using it to his advantage. He he like goes up to Timmy and he's like, "Hey man, Tyler, he said something <laughs> bad about you, like really bad. I won't say what it was, but it was awful. It was terrible. You have to go confront him about it. Well, so because Jesse, I like another like Jesse has been great. He has been really good. I thought it was hilarious when Jesse's talking about um when uh Tyler comes in to the picture. And Jesse's like chatting with the guys and he's like, yeah, listen, if he's like comes on to Valerie, I'm going to need to like step up. But if he comes on to Deb, I'm going to need to step up as well. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> he it's needs like, Jesse, both. You can't, you can't have two. You can't have two. Jesse's going to be the first Love Island winner to win with two partners. Like, so I love that the cliffhanger at the last episode was uh, Jesse getting getting truth bombed and being like, listen, us girls checked our notes and turns out you've been saying the same thing. And Jesse's like, oh, man, no, saying the same thing. (laughs) Notes checked. I think he's gonna end up with Deb. I think Deb likes him too much, and he likes Deb too much. That when I say end up, I just mean like past this week. I think that they're gonna be solidified as a couple again. Um, and then like Courtney, I love that Courtney to poor. Um, who is it that Felipe's with now? Is Felipe technically with Serenity on paper? Is that a thing? Is he? Yeah, is I think he with so. Serenity right now. I'm looking through the girls. I don't. Who else is he with? I must be. I must be. Because Andy's with Maddie, Valerie's with mm-hmm. Jesse, Serenity, Sydney, Courtney, Zeta. Yeah, because uh, Courtney and Deb are the ones who technically aren't coupled right now. Um, but I love that. Um, because I don't know how the rules here work. Courtney was like, "Hey, Serenity, are you okay if I go for Felipe?" And Serenity's like, "Okay." And it's yeah, like, I'm pretty sure Courtney can just like take Felipe from her and couple up with him. So, but Leave, that's leaving her uncoupled, which is, is isn't that a stupid thing to do in this? Yes, that is a stupid game? thing. So, gameplay wise, from <laughs> the one season I've watched, they're not really gameplay conscious. Yeah, they make this, which is what makes it entertaining. They make these plays, and then they like it immediately bites them in the ass because they didn't consider. <laughs> The consequences of it. Yeah, and when you say b- bite them in the ass, are you also referring to any whipped cream treats that oh, might or might not happen? Uh, you mean cake ass? <laughs> Would you eat cake ass? What was that? No. <laughs> it was a game to get to know each other better. Yeah, and then the narrator guy was really upset that Deb and Courtney had stolen that game from them. Yeah. Did yeah. you like how in the secrets game, like half the guys all cheated, and that, that was their that secret? Was their big secret. Yeah, I did like that. I, I love like how that. like uncomfortable and distraught the girls were getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were really upset about it. Yeah, I liked that. Um... <laughs> Man, so what, uh, Courtney? I want to talk about Courtney Red. Yeah. So the same girl who she. I was talking to Tyler, and Tyler said that he was like, what did he say? 
uh, from somewhere in Pens- uh, Columbus. He's from Columbus, Ohio, and as is, I think, Jesse is also from Ohio. Um, and so um, Tyler was like, oh, I'm from Columbus. I'm the same. Uh, Jesse's like, yeah, I'm from this, like, was telling Courtney, yeah, we're from the same place. And Courtney's response was, you're both from Australia? <laughs> you catch that? I think, Your, I think girl so, is actually. Dense. She's dense. There was that. Her whole thing with, I liked Andy, but I didn't realize he was such a mama's boy. <laughs> um, was really strange as well. And then now her being like, like, I like Felipe because I think him and I just like really get to like our bodies go together like sexually like she's yeah, she not wants, even discreet she wants to do some sex yeah yeah and felipe is confident uh he claims to i'm reading his bio i have it up right here did you read this <laughs> felipe is confident that he's quote unquote a great lover and claims to have been with over 200 women this wow, man felipe <laughs> this man needs to be stopped yeah i'm worried that he's gonna grow bored you think he'll grow tired of these games and move yeah. on <laughs> yeah i think he's gonna he's gonna say i you know i have been i have a quota to fail and this quota is not being filled here on love island That's I, I say think. he makes it to the halfway point yeah yeah and then he's then he's outie whoever's he's paired with is gonna want to mm-hmm. give him the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. but eventually they're gonna reach a breaking point yeah yeah, Tyler has given me nothing so far. No, I, I don't know what his deal is, but I yeah. hope that, like, uh, they turn on him. Who Who's they? The boys? Yeah, I really want to see some yeah. bullying. Yeah, because the girls were like, we should try to work up the boys by kind of being a little bit all over him. So, let's see. Maybe this will be Tyler's big night. Yeah, well, because, so I worry about, so Valerie's walking away from Jesse. Right? Is that a thing? Can Valerie be like, we're also uncoupled now? She can uncouple with him if she wants. She can just be like, we're not coupled anymore. Yeah. And Jesse can be like, hey, Deb, you want to be coupled? Theoretically, I think so. Yeah. Yep. I think I think that's probably what, what we're going to see happen tonight. Um, she's also giving me nothing. And poor Maddie, uh, who's, her role on this season is just simply the blonde that isn't Deb. <laughs> That's like all that we've gotten from her, and she's maybe, with Andy. Maybe she'll have her chance to shine. Yeah, uh, and I don't think Andy really does. Like, I Andy doesn't belong here. Is how I feel. I agree with you that he's like the Joker, but I don't think that he's bringing. <laughs> I don't think he's bringing much compared to some of the other guys. But then again, like you look at really, it's just Felipe. It's like Felipe is like S tier, and then you got like. Like who are they? these are they're all fools. I'm looking at all their faces. I don't even know who would be below Felipe. Like they all have major drawbacks. Like Jesse, Timmy. Yeah, Jesse is horrible at like at conversation. Um but Isaiah calcium. Isaiah's a man child. Uh Timmy Swerves is Timmy Swerves, you know. Uh, yeah, what do you, you messaged me earlier, Jesse's infamous line now, because he said it like four times of God bless America. Yes. Very patriotic. Keep saying it. <laughs> God yeah. bless America. He yeah. loves his country. Yeah, I might he start would to, die for this country if he had to. I might start to wear a shirt that says God bless America on it. But um, you have to make sure like the quote is attributed to Jesse. Yes, I want people to know that I'll be like, oh, this is a Love Island shirt. 
Like this isn't like a an America shirt. This is a Love Island shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I I think really the only other. Well, hold on. I did. I took a few just like little notes here. Red. Um, it's been a pleasure to to be interacting with this show. It's a it's a fun show. Yeah. Um. Nope. Those are my Pocahontas notes. Um. Let's see. Yeah, Courtney thinks Tyler and Jesse are from Australia. Um. Yeah. Uh, who was this? Was this? Uh, so because they had the kissing game, but they kissed and then they raided each other. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know who to attribute this quote to, but I think I know. But I don't know. I think it's Isaiah who said it. But lips taste like a homegrown meal from my grandma. Jesus. Was something that. That's that's they either said. that's an Isaiah or an Andy. Yeah, about a ten out of ten. It was a ten out of ten uh, kiss. Is <laughs> a homegrown grandma kiss. Yeah, disgusting, just disgusting. So, um, but you know, I guess we'll see. So, is someone? When does someone finally go home? Because tonight. They, it's tonight. Pretty sure the first person. We either vote out the first person tonight, yeah. and they go home tomorrow, okay, or they go home tonight. Well, because we haven't voted on anything. So, no. tonight's first vote. Okay, so we would vote tonight, and then tomorrow we find out the results. Yep. And who goes home. Okay, I'm fine with that. Fine with that. I think if we vote, like, I don't think Serenity stands a chance. Girl's gotten very little content on the show itself. I, I think she's out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we can just leave people in, even if they're not, like, just because they're good TV? Yeah. So Jesse's fine. He's not going anywhere. Uh, he he could live, but do, if he's uncoupled, he's on the chopping block. Do people go home in other ways, or it's always just a vote? Uh, last season, a couple people left because of like family stuff and like health okay. stuff. So like their own, they had, like their own stuff going on. Yeah, so, so like people can be removed, yeah. and they do like periodically introduce yeah new, uh, new people contestants into the show to like yeah. shake things up and you know recouple people. Yeah. But uh, once we reach um, the halfway point, it, it's about dwindling them down. Yeah. Did you? I thought it was weird as everyone comes on and they describe their perfect significant other. No one ever mentioned smart on this show. You don't because Bryce, they all got it. <laughs> <laughs> no one on here is ever like, I'm looking for someone who's smart or intelligent. I want a I want a big geek nerd with a giant Einstein brain. Yeah. And tape on his glasses who wears suspenders mm -hmm. and keeps tripping over his shoelaces <laughs> I don't that, think... that's, that's Ogbert he's one of the no. other boys uh... <laughs> yeah I don't think someone like me would do well out on Love Island you don't think you'd do well on Love Island <laughs> I don't think so I don't think, I don't think I'd do too well on Love me. Island either Bryce yeah um, and that's like I feel like Andy I don't think I don't think Andy belongs He's out of place. He's odd he one out. It. Yeah. I think he felt it the moment he... Uh... Well, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. The very first thing he did in Love Island yeah. was wrong. Yes. Like, the girl he chose had a visceral reaction mm -hmm. to him. That was clear rejection. Yeah. So that, that probably throttled his confidence. So yeah. now he's kind of like, oh, I'm Andy. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. I miss my mommy. <laughs> you know, Andy stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wanted that the initial coupling to be more dramatic than it was. I wanted more people choosing other people's people and stuff, but it's okay. 
<laughs> it's okay. All right. Well, Ren. Um, let's uh let's wrap this up so we can watch tonight's episode. <laughs> we Love have Island. some more Love Island to yeah. see. Yeah. So next week we're gonna talk Pocahontas two and Love Island week two. <laughs> yep. Okay. That's a natural mix. <laughs> we'll talk about them not in like sections, right? We'll just combine them. Oh yeah, like uh, if we're talking about Pocahontas and you know something we bring up mm-hmm. is like related to Love Island, then we could just we'll just transi- start talking yeah. Love Island. Yeah, because John Smith would he do well here? I think John Smith would do reasonably well, but I mm-hmm. worry about the old timey diseases that he's carrying. Yes, he's unvaccinated. Yes. Do you that think like, how quickly do you think COVID would kill him? <laughs> How quickly do you think he'd be gone. COVID would kill John Smith? Well, he'd yeah, he I don't think he's getting a vaccine, so um he'd be he'd be out. He'd be out quick. Mm-hmm. In the Love Island house. <laughs> John Smith is here. John Smith is hot. John Smith is literally hot. John Smith has a fever of 108. John Smith has died. Just like that. Do yeah. we burn his corpse so he doesn't come back? Um no. If someone dies on Love Island, um, are they instantly out of Love Island, or do they still have to be voted out by the, the audience? I feel like letting them being letting them be voted out is the right thing to do. Yeah, and what if the audience doesn't vote them out? Imagine losing to a, a corpse. I would love to see, like, one contestant in a rotting corpse make it all the way <laughs> to the end of Love Island. <laughs> and, like, years later, there are articles, like, is Vanessa still with rotting corpse? <laughs> How rotting much is, corpse scene yeah. at red carpet. Yeah. Shrek 9 premiere. How much is left of, of the decaying body? Mm-hmm. We'll get a little update each year. Rotting corpse oh. head uh, indicted in Smithsonian. Oh my god. Oh man, Ren. Alright. Well, I look forward to that and more conversation. Um, and we'll have to continue to chat. A little bit about uh love island as this week goes on we so. will well uh it's gonna be a big week for love island oh heck yeah heck yeah it will be when does casa casa amor happen usually halfway points so i'd say another week or two do we know how how many weeks this season is the last episode is the last week of august oh so we get like almost a full month yeah do we get a month of jesse content <laughs> uh maybe that could be incredible. Depends on how long he lives. <laughs> yeah, I just gotta say, I really, I think it could be really good to be, you know, here in the Love Island house Is for all this time. Is the man gonna make his last delivery? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, milk. <laughs> uh, ha, ha. Their laughs are all something else too. Courtney's kills me. She's <laughs> like, hey, yeah. Oh my gosh. You gotta give Courtney some attention this week because she is I think that you're missing out on a real hidden gem. I'll pay attention uh, of here. content. Everything that she says has been nothing short of hysterical and I feel like she is on another planet compared to everyone else. So which is why I'm hoping that she sticks around and ends up with Felipe and that they both grow tired of each other after a short period of time. <laughs> so all right, Ren. Uh, take care and thank you all so much for listening uh, if you've liked this um, if you thought we were going to talk about Disney and we didn't thanks for making it through to this if um, well also impressive if they did Ren because they 
would have been okay with being spoiled on like three different things. Yeah, good for yeah. them. Yep. So I think the Love Island spoilers, if you're not watching it, is the, not really a big hurdle. But nope, no. I think that's a, uh, you know. All right, everyone. Well, thank you. Take care. Uh, yeah, have a nice night. We'll see you at a uh, Hate Mountain. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>